Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 680, and today we're going to be talking all about content, how to create it, how to get it found on Google, and what to do with it once we post it. We're going to talk about SEO, that's also known as search engine optimization, and I'm here again with Mr. Chris Schaefer, who knows a few things about SEO, and uh, I figured I'd have him come on and talk a little bit about it because we just did an episode two episodes ago really about how to build out pace and uh, and really work on getting the attention and the cultivation. But today, what I wanted to do, because I get a lot of questions about SEO and content and how should I create it and where should I create it and all that stuff. So Chris, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. We're in the same spot as we were last time, just at a different time. I actually, after we recorded the last episode, uh, we were still at Seller's Summit, so uh, had to go down and do a, a couple of uh, planning meetings for Five Minute Pitch, which we're going to be uh, choosing the winner here today. We had lunch today with uh, Mr. Greg Mercer, and that was fun, and uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So we're back, and uh, we've had some more conversations that also made us say, you know what, we should probably do a little bit more talk on this whole content thing. So where should we start? Well, you know, Scott, you say SEO, and immediately about half the people turn the podcast off because it's a very terrifying topic. Mm. Um, it's also one of those things that seems like it's this big thing, completely shrouded in mystery that only really nerdy dudes like me do. <laughs> um, but really, what we're going to be talking about today is just bas- the, kind of the basics of content creation, right? Like yeah. how to get found. We're not going to dive into link building and like all of these things that yeah. you can do in SEO. You know, you and I are really all about creating something and then coming back later and optimizing it. But we want to create the thing, the minimum viable product, if you will. Mm -hmm. So how can we do that with content? What are some of the things that we want to think about from a search engine optimization standpoint when we are creating content? And that's going to get us kind of, you know, that 80% result. If we want to get kind of nerdy with it later on, Mm -hmm. we can. Yeah. So what I want to do here is I want to break down if we're, if we're starting uh, just in this process. And let me just say, I just got done with two roundtables where we were talking about brand building. And one of the questions was from someone that already has an existing product line. All right. So he's already started selling, doing pretty well, but he's like, I know I need to do this brand building, this content creation. Is it too late for me? Like, should I do it? I go, no, you're actually a little bit of ahead of, ahead of the game here because now you're just going to now look at your market and see what information does the market need to know where you can become the go-to resource in the market. So I want you guys to think about that. Think about the market that you're in right now, the one that you're serving. Uh, like, what are things that they need to know, whether that's questions, right? Like, type into Google or YouTube questions in your market, how to catch more bass, right? That's a question, right? Well, if someone's asking that question and you deliver the answer, you've already given them a win. The win doesn't necessarily mean that you've given them a product that they can buy that will give them the win. It's a solution or an answer to a question. So that's a great place to start. But I just want people to to know that whether you're starting from scratch or you're already building your business, this applies and you should be doing this. I probably also should mention that depending on when you're listening to this, uh, there's a couple of things I should mention. Number one, we uh, we have already done, if you're listening to this, <laughs> um, in, uh, let's see, May, 
June, uh, depending on when this airs. Um, so anyway, don't hold me to that. But uh, we, uh, we're doing a micro training where we're having uh, just really a deep dive class on traffic and profits. And a lot of it has to do with content creation and how to build that out. And once you build that out, then we can start to lead people back to our home base, our blog, our website, and then to our products. And then we can also monetize that. So if you're interested in checking that out, depending on when you're listening to this, all the information can be be found at tasclass.com. Again, that's tasclass.com. We are doing a little experiment there. We're going to teach it live. Anyone that attends live will get access free. After the fact, we will have it as a paid program. It's one of our micro trainings. Check it out if you're interested. But what we're going to do here today, Chris, is really just give people the content part of this at a high level, um, but also some action steps that they can do to start really thinking through it, but then also taking the action steps to put this into their business. So where, where do you want to start? So I think I think you already brought up something, and, and maybe we even start there before we dive into a little bit of the SEO portion of it, and it's what is the content that I should yeah. create? Yeah. And really, you know, and <clears throat> you and I talked about this a little bit in the last episode, and we've talked about it a few different times. If we're going to be creating content for the audience, most of that content is going to be solving a problem. Maybe it's going to be piquing their interest, but generally it's going to be helping them in some way, right? right. We're going to teach them how to catch more bass. We right. might teach them how to cook the bass. We might teach them how to do some of those kinds of True. things, right? Yeah. And I think questions are a really good place to start. Um, so just doing exactly what you said and typing into Google, Yahoo, Bing, YouTube, wherever how to catch and then seeing what auto populates. Well, if it says more bass in a pond, that might be a good article for you to go ahead and create, right? Mm-hmm. So you put together your your tips and tricks. And I say article, I really just mean type of content, right? The ideal type of content is a piece of content that you can create once and use in multiple places. So if you feel comfortable getting in front of the camera, that seems to be the easiest way to me to <clears throat> kind of take advantage of this, this 80-20 type of SEO that we're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Because we can go ahead, we can create that YouTube video, we can get indexed in YouTube for how to catch more bass on a lake because that's what the video is about. And YouTube, by the way, is the second largest search engine in the world just behind Google. Right. So we're going to show up on YouTube. So anybody that searches in YouTube, we're going to show up there. Mm -hmm. If they go over to Google, Google, obviously, they own YouTube. So Mm. if somebody's typing that in, in a lot of cases, they favor video results. So our video may actually show up just at the top of Google just from doing that. Mm-hmm. But obviously, we don't control YouTube traffic, right? We can put links in notes and, and some of those kinds of things, but it's a little bit like Instagram. It's really hard to kind of drive people off of the platform right. to try to get them something that, that we want to do, to get them Facebook pixeled, mm-hmm. to get them into an email list to do any of those kinds of things. And not everybody likes video content. Right. Or maybe you can't create video content for whatever reason because you don't want to get behind a camera mm-hmm. and you don't want to hire somebody to do it. That's fine. But if you have the video, you can then turn that into a blog post through a transcription. Hmm. If you don't, you could always just write it in that same style, right? You could write an article giving people 10 tips, 5 tips Hmm. on how to catch more bass. Mm -hmm. And then you would rank for that article as well. That's why I said the YouTube video is kind of the ideal way of doing that. Because then you have two chances to rank for that same term. Which means you have twice as many chances to get people to actually click on your stops. Does that make sense? Yeah. And here's another thing. Actually, I was just giving this advice a half hour ago uh, when I was at the roundtable. And, you know, because someone was like, so should I post the video and then should I, you know, uh, create a blog post? And it's like, yes, you should do both if you can, right? I would start with creating the piece of content that resides on the blog. Then I would do a video that talks about that 
topic, or I would create the video and then have that video. Uh, basically, you would elaborate as far as text goes on that topic that you talked about on the video or have the video transcribed and have it edited. There's ways to do that. Um, but you really do want to try to do both if you can, because there's something to embedding the video over. You have a link that's pointing from YouTube to the blog and from the blog to YouTube and all that stuff. And we can talk a little bit more about that and, and the power of doing that. But in the end, we're just talking about giving the market Oh, an answer or a solution or something that they're looking for. A re, you're a resource, a guide, and, uh, and and allowing them to know a little bit more about the the journey or learning how to play guitar or whatever it is. Right? You're you're just giving them that 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 little thing, that little win, um, you know, on on your blog. And that's that's the thing that's kind of interesting, and it's it's why I like the way that you're kind of talking about creating content in general, right? Because you can get real nerdy and look at the hundreds of different factors that Google uses or YouTube uses or Bing uses or whatever. Mm -hmm. But in the end, all of those things are a proxy or a way, Mm -hmm. if you will, um, of trying to understand which pieces of content best address what they call customer intent, right? Mm -hmm. On Amazon, customer intent is to buy a product. Absolutely. So the reason that Amazon ranks products that sell more higher in the search or convert better higher in the search is because they answer that query by being purchased more. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And in the case of Google or Bing, they're saying which piece of content best addresses this customer's or this this searcher's thing that they're putting in, right? And they do that a few different ways. They do that by looking at the content, what you actually wrote on the page. So if you write an article entitled How to Catch More Bass on a Lake, and that's what somebody types in, that's great. But they're also going to look at all of the different variations and all the different ways that somebody might type that question in. And if you're naturally writing an article, you're going to use most of those things, right? You right. might call it a pond. You might call it a lake. You might call it a, I don't know, is there something in between a pond and a lake? A uh, stream. <laughs> stream. Stream is not a static body of water. <laughs> you're right. But you wouldn't but, catch a bass in a creek or, or a lake. So um, we, we'd be catching trout. Right. Um, so anyway, but I don't know much about fishing, but I do know that. But what they're really looking for is, is does this answer that question mm-hmm. for the searcher? And the way that they look at that is, and this, this is a little nerdy, but it'll go back to the video thing here in a second, is did the person come back, right? Mm. So if they click on your search result and then they immediately come back to Google, that's a negative to Google. Mm. The reason that embedding the video works is because if they then go and click on the video, they're spending a lot of time on the page. Google knows that. They're mm. going, they must have something there that's helping this person, right? right? So that'll help you rank a little bit more. But really what we want to do once we have that piece of content is think of the other natural questions or other ways that we can answer that same question for that person, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's five ways to catch more bass in a lake, obviously we just want to list out those five things. We might even number them one through five and give each one of those numbers what's called an H1. It's like a headline, right? A different. And if if you're doing this in WordPress, it's pretty easy. Or even if you created the the post in Microsoft Word, right? You could just create it as a headline one in Microsoft Word. Bold it. And and copy and paste it over. Yeah. Right? And that lets Google know this is a section. This is Mm -hmm. a section. This is a section. Right. And so then if somebody has a, a more specific version of that search that goes deeper into one of those points, they can point them to that same article as well. So let's let's kind of run through this then real quick. All right. So let's say, for example, we want to just we want to start producing a piece of content. So if we're going to start this, and I'm going to lead through, and then we'll talk about optimizing it because that's really what we're doing as well. 
so what we want to do is we want to come up with those topics, those things that people are searching for. And the easiest way is to go to Google and start typing in your how-to questions and then just put in how to catch more bass and then have it fill it in or whatever, or bass fishing and then let it fill it in. Or you can go to a, a tool. Um, you can go to a bunch of different tools out there. There's um, Keywords Everywhere, which is a free extension. What's the other one that we've talked about? It's um, a... Href, Ahref, yeah, that that's another <laughs> that's good one. Cool. Um, that's a paid tool, but it's a good tool. Uh, and again, I'll link everything up in the show notes. Um, but there's you know there's ways to go out there. But in the beginning, just go out there and go with the obvious. Like, what are the obvious questions? The other the other tool that I think is is great for this um, is answer the public. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's, that, the that's one that funny. I was trying to think that's of. actually funny. If you go to that, you'll see a guy, um, and he's sitting there and he's kind of like just like. Kind of like looking like, ask me a question and I'll give you an answer. Like, it's funny. And uh, and then there's a lot of different variations that it'll it'll give you like a map of all these different suggestions of different things from just, just a seed seed keyword that you put in. So anyway. It, we'll, it's really, it's, it's a way to get questions that people are asking exactly. in that market. So you could type in bass fishing and it might say how to catch bass in a lake. Exactly. How to, it gives you like the auto suggest. Yep. Without you having to think of the question. Of the auto. With. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. So that is... Uh, that's what we got there. So, okay, let's say we, we, we pick that piece of content, and then from there, we're going to go ahead and say, all right, now we got to publish this. So if you are good at writing, or not even that good at writing, but you want to write a post, just be informative about what the what is the problem that you're trying to solve. Now, the one question, I'm just going to throw that out there, a little tip. I had this question just about 30 minutes ago. Say, Scott, well, what if I, I'm not an expert at this? I'm not a content creator. Like, what? how do I do this? And I said, well, let's just say, for example, I'm into the maybe the girls' volleyball, right? Because uh, my daughter plays volleyball. She's 11 years old. I said, I could easily hire the trainer that I would pay to, to train my daughter for an hour for 75 bucks and say, hey, would you mind just shooting uh, you know, some videos with me and I'll pay you and I'm just going to repurpose them. I, I have a volleyball uh, you know, blog and I want to publish. I'm sure they would say yes. They're going to make $75 an hour for doing actually easier to just shoot videos or me recording them doing lessons throughout that entire thing. You can do that in any market. All right. So again, that's a way to produce content very quickly. Um, now, the other thing is, is on the content as you're writing the content. And I've heard different people say different things as far as like how long I'd say a thousand words minimum. But I would also say use images. Right. And when you're using images, you're also able to keyword uh, tag those images. So I said to someone just recently, I said, if you're going to create that video and you're going to embed it, some people still aren't going to watch the video. But what you could do is take screenshots, screen grabs from the video and then embed them as video or as as images so people could just scan your post and see the how-to part of it maybe. And then you might have four images or eight images that describe what you're talking about that you've talked about in the video. And now you're also giving Google something else to index that could potentially come up in Google Images. Right, and, and what we want to do here is we're, we're trying to keep this natural, right? And everybody naturally says, natu- I just said naturally for no reason. You did, like 100 times. Everybody always <laughs> says, um, you know, hey, how long should it be, right? And the answer is, well, it depends. Yeah. Uh, as long as it needs to be and not longer, right? But the, the thousand words is a good benchmark. If it happens to be 800 and you were able to cover the topic intelligently... Sure. That's okay. If it's 8,000 words, because that's how much you need to explain it in a way that's going to make sense to everybody, that's okay too. And when we're going into those images, right, we're going to say, you know, girl serving volleyball mm-hmm. or whatever. We're going to actually describe what the image is. Mm-hmm. We're not going to try to keyword load that. We're not going to try to, you know, no. to, to, to do anything blackout. We're just going to describe the actual image. Sure. And naturally, that is going to 
show up in Google. It's going to be associated with the article. It's right. going to be associated with the things that we're thinking about that is going to show up for us. Yeah. So again, so just to keep it really, really simple, like make sure that your question or your title is the keyword that you're going after. So you're targeting that keyword, how to catch more bass in a pond, right? Now you're going to also rank for sub keywords and different keywords around that, but that's the main long tail as we call it. Um, so that's what we're going to do. And we're going to build out that post. And again, if we're not going to write the post, we can hire someone to write it. We can go to free up. We can go, you know, uh, we can go to Fiverr. We can go somewhere to where someone could write the post for us. But if you can write it yourself, that's great. Um, you can then shoot a video, take the video, post it on YouTube. Now you have another asset that rides, resides over there. Embed that on, use the embed code that YouTube gives you, embed it on your blog, and then write about it and, and describe it. And then from there, take some screen grabs from that from that uh, video, if it makes sense, and add those images. If, you're, if it doesn't make sense, still include an image or two to the post. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. You know, in a, in a post, if we were going to create a post, how to catch more bass in a lake or a pond um, or a lock. <laughs> a lock. <laughs> a there lock. you go. There's another There you one. go. That's a good how one. To catch bass in a lock. Right. Um, we, might, we might, you know, if it's a talking head video, right, Scott, mm-hmm. if you were a fishing expert and we had you just doing, you know, you to the camera or right. you showing things, it might not make sense to take those screen grabs, but we still want to include some images. One, because that gives us additional things that give us you know, the ability to rank for keywords. Sure. It shows up in Google image search, but also because a lot of people are visual. Mm. And I so a, a very easy way to do that is using a tool like Canva mm-hmm. um, or just jumping on Fiverr for five or 10 bucks and, and saying, hey, I want an image of something like this. Right. Uh, and I was talking to somebody at our unofficial meetup last night and he said, kind of the same problem that, that got brought up to you today, which is like, what if I'm not the expert? Why would they listen to me? Well, mm-hmm. you can go out and get the expert, but you can also like you could teach somebody how to do a serving drill in volleyball. Sure. Right. And if you took an image of even Kayla serving a volleyball, you could circle the thing in Canva mm-hmm. and write the name of the step or the name of right. the thing that she's doing. Step right? one. So step, step two, step one, you right. know, draw a hand back. Right. Right. So <laughs> right. you take a screenshot of that and you kind of right. write on it so that it's a visual representation right. of that. Or you could just create an image that said step one. Right. You know, draw a hand back. Right. And make that the image for that section, even if it's just like text as an image. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I, again, you don't have to get fancy right now. You have to just produce. Right. There's so many people that I talk to. They're like they're ready to produce, but they're not ready to produce like they're just overthinking it or being a perfectionist. Um, You know, something out there is better than nothing out there. Right. Like just get something out there, publish and you can refine it later. You'll get better later, you know, but just put something out there. So you're at least you're kind of in that in that rhythm. And I think that's the big thing. Right. It's like showing up. And I would say try to create one piece of content per week. Like do that. And from there, you can then start to see results from either Google or if you have an email list, which we've been talking a lot about, that would be the next part of this is then with your email list, letting them know about the piece of content that you've just created and just keep repeating that process. But as far as SEO is, do we want to do a little recap on SEO? Like what's some best practices for like writing a blog post? Well, the the biggest thing is to write it for a human being, right? What we want to think about anytime we're writing a post is what is the intent of somebody typing this right. in, right? Our, in the case of a question, we need to answer the question. Answer it. In the case of an informational search, like, I don't know, uh, things golden doodles love, yep. right? That's not necessarily a question. It's more of a statement. You might create a post called things golden doodles love. Or, right. I don't know. Um, 
things thing best best 10 best things for to buy bass fishermen for christmas right something like that right, right? you're not going to answer that as a question but you're going to come up with a list of 10 things that you're going to then put in front of those people so that's the very first thing that we need to keep in mind is what is the intent behind this search because that's what google is trying to figure out anyway mm-hmm. right so if you can match that intent mm-hmm. then we can create the right piece of content for that specific thing mm-hmm. um the second thing then is how can we with the least amount of effort hit the most amount of platforms, yeah. right? And video makes that really easy. If we don't feel comfortable doing video, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Let's at least do the text and then some basic images, even if they're just like text on image, you know, type of a thing. Sure. Like you would see like a like a pictograph. What's the what's the actual name for those? Mm. Uh, like a quote, like a quote tweet yes, or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, where it's just like an image that's just text. Yeah. Right, but it's designed okay, and mm-hmm. it's you know it looks nice. Yeah, I mean, you can even do an infographic and, and add that to it, right? Like, there's a, a hundred different things you can do, but like you said, Chris, make it user friendly, make it a good piece of content, make it for humans. Yes, make it for humans. Like that's a big one, and don't overthink it. That I think is the biggest key. Yeah, um, it really and, is. And and you hit on this a minute ago. Most people think that their content has to be perfect. I will tell you in the brand that you guys hear us call the new brand, which is we've also jokingly over the last few days referred it to as the not so new brand. Um, our content there from an SEO standpoint gives me a little baby heart attack <laughs> if, if I were to run an actual SEO analysis on it. But we're still generating 150 to 200,000 monthly uniques just because we've been showing up. And I know a lot of people see that. And the, the other reason that they stop is they say, oh, well, there's this guy in my space, mm. right? There's travel fashion girl in the travel, travel yeah. space. She's got all of the traffic. Right. No, she doesn't. Right. There's a lot of other people that are out there. And if you start showing up regularly, like somebody that's in our inner circle, he's been publishing content, what, six, seven weeks now? Mm-hmm. And he's somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 monthly uniques already yeah. in his space. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's about showing up. It's about not overthinking it. And the other thing is, is is just making sure that uh, you know you, you show up on a regular basis and just rinse and repeat and get better, right? So, guys, that's pretty much going to wrap up as far as like the content, like how to come up with content, but then from there, what to do with the content as far as the SEO stuff is. And, and again, don't overcomplicate it. We can get deeper. We probably will have someone else come on that could probably talk a little bit deeper, maybe a little bit more uh, you know, expertise as far as if we want to get geeky and Chris and, uh, and them and myself can probably you know, go back and forth a little bit and kind of learn a little bit more of the, the nerdier stuff. But right now, that's all you need to do. And we've done it successfully without really focusing on SEO all that much. And we're over 250,000 impressions and on the impressions alone, bringing in about $2,500 to $3,000 per month and just add money. So uh, it's definitely something you should be focusing on. It should be part of your brand build. And uh, I would suggest doing it as soon as possible. Uh, again, I want to remind you, our little uh, micro training, our live class that we're going to be teaching is going to be at TASclass.com. All the information will be there depending on when you're listening to this. Um, we are going to be teaching traffic and profits, and it does have to do with content. So we'll go deeper into this and show you some examples and all of that stuff. And then also, just a little reminder, is Brand Accelerator Live. We are at an event right now. We know how powerful these events are. We come back charged and we hear a lot of stories from people that are just getting so much value from being at an event, the right event, and we are hosting our own this year. Brand Accelerator Live is in September. If you've not grabbed your ticket, make sure you do so before we uh, 
we raise the price or run out of tickets. Either of those two will be happening. So guys, uh, brandacceleratorlive.com. You can grab your tickets. I want to thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll be back with uh, more tips and tricks for building your brand. And Chris, let's uh, let's close this thing down. What do you say? Do it. All right, guys. Guys, remember, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you. But you have to. You have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Chris is going to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three take action have an awesome amazing day and we'll see you right back here on the next episode